Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to an all new Imposters After Show here at After Buzz TV. Tonight we're going to be breaking down season one, episode nine, titled Ladies and Gentlemen, the Doctor is here. We are so excited. We loved this episode, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. And I'm feeling good. Oh, Neil really got that. Thank you, Neil. All right, guys. Me and Allie are just getting a little weird in here. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Imposters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. I'm joined by these two ladies that I love now, by the way. We Yay. all just, like, love each other, and we're so sad it's going to be over. So introduce so, yourself. This has to get renewed. It has to get renewed. I hope yeah. so. so good. My name is Mina. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. And hey guys, I'm Allie Nasty. You just saw my wicked, weird dance moves. And you can find me on Instagram at Allie Girl and on Twitter at Allie Nasta. It's funny because whenever I'm with Allie, she'll start dancing first and then I'll do it and then I regret it and I'm like, why did I do that? And I'm like, oh, Allie did it first. I always awkwardly look at myself like, what are you doing? You do not have moves to like do that with. Whatever. whatever. It feels good to dance. It does. And just like the song said, we're feeling good. It's amazing. (laughs) Wow. Someone should make a meme of what you just did. You literally, did you see that, Mina? I I think you missed it. I completely missed it. Wow, you're going to have to watch that online. That was amazing. She completely flung her ponytail around her head. Uh, Anyways, guys, we have the live chat up. Do you have it up, Allie? Uh, No, but I can pull it up. Let's pull up the live chat. And we, you know, we love hearing your thoughts. And we really liked this episode. I mean, I've liked. Most of them, but the the second half, don't you think it's it's like a long movie? Yes, it was so good. It was amazing. I was like literally jumping out of my chair with excitement slash like I don't know like being thrilled because it was so. We've been waiting for this like kind of answer, and I feel like we got a huge bit of that answered and un like revealed to this episode. Yeah, me too. There what was, did you think? There was a part of it where it's like you know where you think you know what's going on, and then someone there's a rat, but then there's uh, yeah, someone in the company. Yeah. Informant. It was just, it was a mind. It was. Thing. Let's start off with Richie, which I think mm. it's so funny that Adam Corson laughs that we call him Richie, <laughs> because that is his character's, like, personal friend. Yeah. You know, it's like Richard, but I don't know. He's Richie. He's Richie to me, right? Yeah. I only associate him as Richie. Yeah. So he is hooking up with some random girl at an inn, mm-hmm. and at first I thought oh, maybe they're going to bring him a love interest of some sort so he can have some kind of a happy ending of the season. Literally. But then she started doing something that reminded me of Gabby, who, I'm sorry, you know, we're just a little freaked out by her behavior. (laughs) And so she was doing that, and I was like, oh, my God, all the blondes on here are crazy. Sorry, Allie. Except for Sam. What is that supposed to mean? But somehow Saffron's not crazy. Someone commented. Sally wasn't crazy. Alice wasn't crazy. Alice wasn't real. Yeah, she doesn't exist. <laughs> Alice wasn't Poor real. Poor Richie keeps trying to bring her back. She doesn't exist. But Richie is trying to deal with this in his own way, and I, he's like a child that is moving on from trauma. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like so. Except he's an adult and he's hooking up with a girl. And then Maddie comes in, breaks it all up. That was a funny scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's they've had a couple scenes one on one, but not not a ton. Not a ton. And this mm-hmm. was an interesting thing because she pretended to like be his girlfriend. Yeah. And he he got 
in this episode, he's gotten closure from her several times, but for me, this is the one that stuck. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because she said, um, she said, you weren't in love with Alice, you were in love with who you are, who you were when they were together, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it kind of did give him a click. And even kind of as an audience member, you're watching and you're thinking, oh, wow, maybe that is what it was. Mm-hmm. Because you kind of are juggling with how was he when he was with Alice, because he seems different, because now he's this huge player. And I think he's just trying to, like, compensate for those feelings that he's been kind of neglecting to actually feel. He keeps mm-hmm. pushing it away. So I think the fact that she, he's had to be reintroduced to Alice and get that closure, he's kind of, like, relearning himself in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he for sure is. And he's kind of realizing that with Max, this random new found friendship. Mm-hmm. I Again, remember when uh, Max re-met the Three Musketeers a few yes. episodes ago and I said I wish that we could have seen flashbacks? Because it seems like he was an important person to each character. I'm not sure about Ezra. Ezra, it seems a bit removed. But especially with uh, Jules and Richie, mm-hmm. he put, like, he was almost this, like, uncle fathery figure in each of their lives. And Richie just, like, just went back into it. I just wish that I knew what he was to him before. Because they were talking yeah. about football and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did What did you think about their their newfound love for each other, you know, especially after Max broke Richie's finger. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I still, I feel like we saw a couple things this episode where I'm like, don't trust him. Yeah. You know, and I feel like Richie is going so, he's so easy to trust him, which I I don't really understand why, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he's kind of still vulnerable and trying to figure out what this whole situation and mm-hmm. he's trying to help out, so he's kind of like, oh, whatever, now we're all on the same team. But at the same time, I feel like he doesn't have a filter of like, he could be screwing you over right now. You don't you don't know what to expect. Yeah. So I feel like for me, I still am thinking I just don't trust him. I couldn't see the moment as endearing either. Like even though for a second I was like, this is cute. Uh, I was happy that Richie could find someone to confide in, but I just feel like you know Max is the type of person where yeah, it's genuine in the moment, but if it doesn't serve him, he can abandon it easily. Yeah. I also, I need to throw this out because I feel like I am the only person that notices this, probably, you know, well, because I like to smoke marijuana sometimes, but Max is always smoking weed. He is always, he was about to eat a weed brownie one time, like, I don't even know what it was that tipped us off, it was a few episodes ago, I think he was smoking... It looked like a cigar, but I think it was a blunt tonight. I think that, and he laid down in the car with Richie. I think he's high all the time. Really? I never picked up I on never, that. I have. I never picked up on that either. That's they crazy. literally gave us a hint, and I don't remember what it was exactly that told me it was a weed brownie, but it, it, I think it had maybe a medicinal thing on it. Um, I'm I'm not making this up. It, it it's real, and I'm always and and then he just passed out in that car today. And or like, Sam was high while she was watching the episode. No, yeah. no, I was here, so I was I was focused. Um, but no, I I honestly think that this is somehow, and I don't want it to be that weed makes you not pay attention, then you get murdered. I'm like kind of worried about that, but I think they're trying to it play makes you hyper aware, doesn't it? Eh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Super paranoid too, which would not work in Max's benefit whatsoever. Right, and I just think it's bizarre that they're dropping this. Maybe I'm being nuts, but just want to throw that out there. Let's go on to Jules. Yes. She she makes me laugh. Because she does. she's um, so hopelessly romantic and a little bit lonely mm-hmm. that everything, it reminds me of like me as a teenager or something. It's like anyone that talks to me that was a boy that I thought was attractive. Oh. <laughs> like somehow picturing our wedding. <laughs> 
And every woman she meets that they have a connection, she literally just drops everything. She knew that uh, Gina was mm-hmm. in the FBI. Yeah. yeah. We, like, just so you guys know, when we were watching, we had some trouble remi- like remembering if they knew mm-hmm. each other's, like, other side. You know what I mean? And then yeah. we finally got the... Um, the reassurance that she didn't know Gina was in the FBI, but she <laughs> went along with it anyways. Yeah. But I think that's kind of, it's her endearing char- character trait, because she's so, she has this innocent sense to her, but yet she's still kind of, like, bad and, like, edgy, so you just, I mean, she's kind of not well-rounded, but well-rounded. But I get what you're no saying. Sense, no, I get, I totally get what you're saying, because she does have those, like, puppy dog eyes where she, like, her face lights up when she gets validation or attention from a mm-hmm. woman that she's attracted to, but at the same time, she's kind of, like, this slick person that, yeah. that seems kind of badass And it's a like, don't bit. mess with her, but yeah. yet she, I think that's, maybe that's her charm, and that's why, like, Gina was so easily to fall for her, she was, like, because she was clu- clearly Was it real between her. Gina and her? Oh, yes! Yeah. Like, 100%? I think it was 100% real, because I don't think Gina would have... Compromised, like, her yeah. job. Yeah. Okay. And in the beginning, I didn't think it was, and then as the episode progressed, when she was trying well, to hide it, when she introduced her to her aunt, that's when I realized, okay, it was real. Well, Anne, didn't she, like, didn't they say that she was a commoner in the scheme, grand scheme of things? Yeah, that's what Gina said when Patrick was meeting with his boss at the FBI mm-hmm. and Gina. She, right away, tried to get Jules off of the list. And that's when I was like, she likes her. She yeah. really does like her. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was... I mean, I loved it, actually. I thought it was super sexy with them hooking up in the motel in whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. So romantic. It's like, oh, this is where I do my work. <laughs> Welcome to Bates Motel. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I was asking you guys, what is she making? And I know it's some kind of device that, you know, you can hide things, whatever. It's, it's a cabinet some... thing. At first, I was like, did she make her her wedding dress? <laughs> I thought she made her her wedding dress and, like, sat and sewed it for, like, three days. Project like, Runway. Here it Imposters is edition. for you. Because she's still so drawn to her. Yeah. Well, no, I think it was, a like, a cabinet of some sort where they can easily transfer the money. And mm-hmm. it was, like, some sort of artistic piece at the same time. So I think it looks like a fixture when, meanwhile, it's, it's yeah. the, where the money There's is There's, like, two compartments living. for the briefcases where she can switch it out. That's... Okay. All it was. I love how like she she got so annoyed with Maddie not addressing her artistic brilliance. <laughs> you know, like she still needs that validation from Maddie. Well, I think for a moment Maddie was saying that in one way it was beautiful mm-hmm. and artistic, and then when she saw that Jules was like latching on to that, then she kind of said, "Well, no, I mean it in this professional way." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was sad, but I'm glad that uh, maybe Jules is going to get some kind of romance that is real. Yeah, wherever this goes, wherever, like, if whatever happens with, like, FBI versus the doctor team, I think that her and Gina are going to, like, end up together. I know. I'm not that I'm jumping to predictions too soon, but I think that they would just, like, they seem like they actually both could work out in the end. Yeah, I mean, they're both, because I thought when they met at that at the engagement party, or no, I'm sorry, it was Maddie's birthday party mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago that it was Gina that knew she was a lesbian, Julie yeah. Litton was targeting her, but now, you know, I'm thinking this might be real. Definitely. And I, I really like that because this is the last episode before the season finale, mm-hmm. and we kind of 
are not going to have time for all of these stories to at least get a happy ending or tie up some way next week. So I think they were trying to give us a little bit of justice in this episode. Mm-hmm. Saying, okay, there could be a future here. There could be a future yeah, here. that's true. And right. hopefully there will be a season two. Uh, let's move on to Ezra. Ooh, Ezra. He is just getting more and more surprising. He's like so turned on by himself at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I'm the hottest thing around. I know. And okay, so him and Patrick. Yes. So interesting, so well acted, I thought, the scene between these two men because 100%. they're both hiding how they really feel, but mm-hmm. also trying to show how they really feel about the same exact woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yet different women. Because obviously oh, we've got yeah, yeah. Ava, and we've got yeah. Saffron, and then we have Maddie. But now they both call her, if you notice this episode, Maddie. they both call her Maddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas Jules and Richie are still calling her Cece and Alice. Yeah, that's true. And they both, mm. so they both have totally grasped the concept that like, the those women don't exist. It's now Maddie Johnson that we are dealing with. Mm-hmm. I think so they, is Ezra still in love with Maddie? Yes. A hundred percent. I actually was like realizing this episode obviously kind of got some twists and turns that happened. Mm-hmm. But even from the beginning when they were sitting down together having that kind of one-on-one um, and he was getting interrogated, I really was saying in my head like, Ezra is in love with her. Like, he's just trying to keep her safe. I thought mm-hmm. where what I got about their initial conversation was that whatever he did, he wanted Patrick's intentions to be pure for Maddie to be okay. And, like, we kind of saw that, and he wanted to make sure that at the end of the day she was going to be safe. Mm-hmm. So. I really, oh, it's not predictions yet. Never mind. Well. We'll get there. We'll yeah, get there. we'll get there. Uh, so do you guys think that with Patrick... Because we were on the fence. Did he have feelings for her? Did he not have feelings for her? He's totally going to redevelop feelings for her. I think he has this yeah. whole time. Mm-hmm. He's I... trying to push it away because he wants to do his job. And I think when he realizes Maddie is into him, then he feels more vulnerable. Like, it's okay that he has feelings for her. Because I think he doesn't want to feel like an idiot. Like, I can't be in love with someone who's a con. But the more he figures out, no, she's really into him, I feel like it... It does something to him internally. Well, I think he was even shocked when he was talking to Ezra and he was kind of realizing that she actually did love him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was real for her in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so I think him kind of getting that, like, re, like re-realizing that that was happening, it was kind of a wake-up call for him, too. Like, oh, yeah, I I targeted her. She wasn't, a, I wasn't a target for her until later on. Mm-hmm. Well, it annoys me. Um, well, actually, I'm going to save this because we're talking about Ezra. I'm going to have a whole Maddie section before we get into the rehearsal dinner, guys, which I really wish mm-hmm. I was at, by the way. Yeah. Right? Um, okay, so then there's the Ezra and Maddie stuff with the inklet. Mm-hmm. And he finds it when he's trying to, you know, well, she knows that he's doing all of this. So it makes sense because he rushed into her apartment. We're all worried she's going to catch him. Mm-hmm. But this was all part of the plan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when he dropped the mic and tapped all of her stuff. And so they did a really good job, I thought at least to the audience, because the audience thinks they're in on everything at this mm-hmm. point. Right. But... When this happened, we were being conned. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot they, the name for that. It's like either dramatic irony or like some well, other type of irony where, when you figure out that you're being lied to. Well, yeah. I feel like this whole episode just literally, like I said, brought us through so many twists and turns, and you were kind of 
And on one person's side, at one time, I was totally team Patrick and Ezra. And I was like, okay, they're going to figure this out. They're going to get out to the end of it. And we heard the phone call with where she totally, like Maddie, was just mean and and just totally like you're like okay I totally want Ezra and Patrick to come on top whatever happens and then you kind of got flipped back and you realize that then you're thinking so is she now noticing that everything she says is going to be heard I feel like she just knows that everything she says every word that comes out of her mouth is heard from someone whether it be the doctor whether it be Max whether it be Patrick like she's not safe anywhere and so then it kind of made me think oh wow like I don't even know what to believe at this point Mm -hmm. even her adoption story Oh my god, my heart oh, was well like that this. was fake. Like that, right? yeah, yeah, that whole thing. I believed it. I was so gullible, and then uh, I'm like this makes so much sense. Yeah, I was. Yes. I was literally like, oh my god, that's so sad. I, She's never had a place. That's why she always has a new identity. It makes sense. And then I was like, oh my god, she totally conned me. I felt so stupid afterwards. And that is what's so cool about this show because at least me, I mean, I thought I've been on top of everything because I knew that the show was going to do this to us. You've been pretty freaking close. Yeah, I was very prepared, but with this whole thing, I loved it, and we'll get into it at the end, but just, you know, how it kind of, we we sit there and laugh and go, you got me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, that, that makes a good show. And then speaking of one more thing about Patrick and Ezra, he showed him these photos. Mm -hmm. Yes. Of the doctor, people that have worked for the doctor. Yeah, and you're very perceptive, Allie. Mm -hmm. Very, very perceptive. It was Sally. She's gone, guys. Sally was one of the women, we think, or there was a man in there, too. I'm pretty positive it was her because she was wearing a black coat. She had blonde hair. It was up. And, like, we haven't been brought back to the Sally thing, and we keep getting revisited that Max keeps talking about this this lady that he let down in a way. Mm -hmm. And so, and then him talking to Robbie about that story, it just kind of consolidated, or like it totally was just like, Ari, I think that that was Sally and I think that she's definitely gone. Lenny Cohen's blonde. No, but that was, the the coat and everything, like that was her from the night that she got taken away from Lenny Cohen. Like, I'm pretty sure that was her. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised Lenny Cohen wasn't in this episode, actually. I thought we were totally going to see her. Uh, Before we get to the rehearsal dinner, let's move on to Maddie. It's just going to, we're just going to talk about Maddie and Patrick before all this happens. And I think since Ezra told him, that Maddie actually had feelings for him. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, wow. He's working with Maddie, and like he, but I think maybe that's part of the con is yeah. to make him feel guilty. Probably. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I, don't, I know. You, you literally have to. I've said this, and like I've been doing a couple other shows where I feel like there needs to be a diagram of like what's happening, who's loving who, mm-hmm. who might not love who. And just like it's so confusing. And especially with this whole spin around, you're like, wait, who is on whose side at this point? But with the whole, like, Patrick loving Maddie thing, I think he really is starting to realize, oh, could I be the person that saves her and, like, could we actually have a relationship? And I think we saw that, like, at the end of the rehearsal dinner when he offered her to stay. I think that was him kind of, like, lending an arm saying, maybe we could make this work. But it was her being like, I'm not going to get conned by you and I'm not going to fall into your trap. Well, it wouldn't have been a good, you know, staying there that night would have been a bad situation. And there's this honest moment I love to see with them looking out at the view. They both know it's not theirs. They both know now that it's fake. Mm -hmm. Whereas before they would look at it and Patrick would pretend like this is his view that he paid for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she was going to be buying into this life. But it still was an intimate moment that, and I mean, yeah, he asked her to stay over. He's weak. He didn't even change his name. 
for God's yeah, sake. That's true. He that's doesn't true. know what he's doing. He compared what he does to what she does, and then she said, "Are you really comparing these two because they're not the same?" Yeah, and no, he knows it's not the same. I feel like he's just—I don't know. I feel like he's uh, breaking down a little bit. I think he so. Is. I totally like. I think that it's going to be. Patrick, I like. I thought after that scene, before we kind of heard what had happened after that, and we saw Maddie go back to the car, I was totally thinking Maddie and Patrick were going to get together with like the um with the three of uh what what is their name again? Musketeers. Three Musketeers. Sorry. Um, and they were all going to go against Max and the Doctor because after that phone call where Richie was telling him telling um Maddie the story about. Um, Sally, mm-hmm. I totally thought that they were going to go against Max. Mm-hmm. So that's still in the back of my head. And I was thinking that in that glimpse of a moment where I saw some sort of like disparity of this relationship, um, that I thought that Maddie and Patrick would kind of join in forces. Yeah. That's kind of where I was left at that scene, even though Maddie obviously turned him away. But I think she realizes it's all work now. Why is no one after Richie, even when the phone is tapped? <laughs> That's what I want to know. No one's after him. No I one's think, like... Because he doesn't show up. They're like, where is this guy? Yeah. He's just like having sex with all these blondes. He clearly has a type. He'd probably love you, Allie. The, who, Richie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I literally... Richie's smile is just so... So cute. Someone in the chat just said, uh, sorry, it's greatest of these is is love, um, said the FBI team is pretty weak. How is it they don't know everything about Ezra, Richie, and Jules? Which is true. Mm-hmm. Like, they know so much about each certain individual, but, like, they're like, oh, I'm going to, like, go on Maddie's word of, oh, she's just a commoner. Don't touch her. Like, just do some research. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and also, I mean, we'll get into this later, but the ever so powerful Oz, I mean the Doctor, like literally that's Oz from the Wizard of Oz, that's mm-hmm. always yeah. how I pictured him, creepy, yeah. <laughs> just, you know, bald with glasses and little, you know, because he's behind the it's whole like thing. like Lex Luthor. Yes, exactly, but I kind of think Lex Luthor's, whatever, he's a little sexy. Anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think that with the doctor thing, and no one is doing their jobs very well. No. The doctor should have very well known that Patrick, who didn't even change his freaking name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's kind of, like, step one of being an FBI agent. I don't think you should go by your full name. You need an alias, at least. Yeah, I thought that for sure his name wasn't Patrick until tonight's episode when they said Patrick and, like, the FBI. And yeah, Sam was like... Patrick, that's actually your real name. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, bad move number one. But I don't know. I'll get into this predictions, but I think that he could just be on another Maddie loving. I think she gives them love potions. I think so too. Because she makes every single one of them fall like madly in love with her. Yeah, like ruin their lives, fall in love. Right? <laughs> um, okay, let's get into the rehearsal dinner. So at first we have Maddie, Patrick, and the, was it a pastor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was like, the angel what? I'm, I don't know. I'm Jewish. I've, I, I, I'm like, I don't know which one he is. It's like, I want to know your guys' personal story. It'll yeah. make it so much easier for me. Oh, I mean, Maddie was really milking it. Yeah. yeah. She was. I think she, that was kind of her way to get some sort of, I'm still, closure. now that we're talking mm-hmm. back about it, mm-hmm. the end of the episode has me all confused about my perceptions, but when I was watching this live, I was thinking that that was her way of getting, like, answers in a way, kind of like, oh, really? So, how did we meet? You know, kind of like, hear my story and hear how I feel about it. I was, you know, he picked me out, and, like, it was kind of her way to kind of get some sort of, like... I, this is how I feel. Because they haven't really talked about how she feels about the situation. And she 
didn't really get a chance to, I don't know. She I has no know. one to confide in. That's the part that sucks. I don't, but you guys, we can't feel bad for her. I no, know. I definitely don't. She's done this to so many people. But she has yeah. no one. She's like literally not a single person Well, that's what trust. you get when yeah. you ruin a bunch of people's lives. Very true. Like you don't really have the, obviously everybody has a room for redemption, but at this point in the game, she hasn't really earned that point of redemption yet. She's not saying sorry to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that we saw her go about this whole Patrick situation was that she is a little still bitter, and she wants to make sure that she gets her, like, comeuppets or whatever. What? Comeuppets? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What like, is that? her, like, <laughs> I'm gonna get you back. <laughs> comeuppets? Comeuppets. Wow. Come that's, in, that's in something. It's definitely a word. It's in your life No, now. it's not. I'm never gonna, gonna let you live up. that one Come down. Comeuppets. <laughs> Come up. Stop it. saying it. It's weird. <laughs> okay. So, so again, at the party, this pastor is completely, again, another rookie move by Patrick. They said, is he with a bureau? Like, what's happening? And he goes, no, he's just, like, just a pastor. Yeah. Is what he tells them. So, uh, weird. Thought that was totally weird. And, um, at... <laughs> You're still laughing. What <laughs> is the chat saying? Anything um, extremely like brilliant? Um, they're saying that Patrick is a rookie, and um, that was one awkward re- rehearsal dinner. Yes, it, it definitely was. Yeah, and I did love that there was this really sweet small scene between Ezra and Jules. Yeah, it was so great. It actually kind of from the outside, it was like, oh, they they could definitely be a couple. But then when like you get was, in, you're like, it felt no. platonic to me. It was so cute though. It felt like brother and sister. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah our eyes. Yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking if like, even though the FBI knows and like Gina yeah. knows, yeah. but I thought that it was so sweet. It was it was a really great moment, and it kind of takes back. I think. Because you had said that you think Richie and Jules are going to eventually get together, and yeah. I said I thought Ezra and Jules had some sort of connection, but this totally nicks that one. Don't think they have a connection. I think it's more so just like friends, yeah. brotherly sisters. It's definitely one. a strong connection. And I'm kind of glad because I feel like if that did happen with Richie and Jules, it would have been a one time, oh my God, we got so drunk and we totally messed up. This is so awkward now. Mm-hmm. But. It's best they're, to keep that all They're platonic. all siblings, and so many people have said in chat before and weeks before in the comments, mm-hmm. you know, his family isn't his family that we've met. It's as it's um, Richie and Jules. They oh, are yeah, his yeah. family. That's oh, his family right, now. Right. For a second, I was like, what? Yeah. Wait, yeah. what's happening? Like, he was adopted. No, actually, he's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny, that Yeah, part. they just, like, kept yeah. going on story after story. Yeah. And then, so, okay, we have two big parts left. Mm -hmm. We have Maddie leaving because, well, she hears what uh, Max said to Richie about his love and Mm -hmm. all of that and realizes that I think Sally might not be alive. Yeah. And I think then she just starts to gear more towards the Three Musketeers. Yeah. And we see her, we think she's going to run. It's after she leaves the rehearsal dinner and does not spend the night mm-hmm. with Patrick. And you said, this looks like Ezra's neighborhood. You said that. And then I took it good. back, and then I was like, never mind, man. Yeah. never mind. And then but you're then always you're right. right. You're always right. 
You were right. My ideas are outrageous, but the show is outrageous as well. And we think she's getting in the car with the doctor. Mm-hmm. And it's I thought he'd be in the backseat, like, hello, Maddie. Yeah. Well, no, it's so great that she gets in the car with Ezra because the story that she told Patrick was what literally blew my mind because how she explained how um I just am wishing for someone to fall like I'm waiting for that moment yeah, for someone, someone to fall in love with yeah. me, even though they know everything that they, they know everything about me. And so That's that so is Ezra. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as she got in the car, I was like, like Ezra now, they've been in this together. Mm-hmm. It's been a plan from the beginning that he was going to, like, this, this is my thought. Like, I totally, when I saw this, this is what yeah. happened in my like, brain. He's going to find her that, from day one. Yeah, like, it was like, as soon as he found out she was Maddie, he accepted that. And he was like, I don't care. I love you for you. And then that's how they're on this whole ploy together to to get back and mm-hmm. get Maddie out of the situation. Yeah. Because the only way to get her out of the situation safely is to work with Patrick and make sure that the FBI makes sure she's okay. And right. that's kind of what they've done. And no one else in the situation really matters. I think that at the end of the day, like, they obviously do love Jules and and Richard, but I'm wondering how much they're going to save them when, at the end of the day. When it comes down to Maddie and Ezra, like, will Richard and Jules yeah. be saved with will, will Maddie be loyal back to Ezra, though? Okay, you know what? I'm gonna write, give me a sec. I'm going to write something down for our predictions in a few minutes. Okay, no, I just, and, um... And the, the funny thing is, Sam also did predict, uh, like, from a from a more marketing standpoint, I think she said this, like, a couple episodes ago, that Ezra and uh, uh, Maddie are, like, the ones that are on all the billboards, mm-hmm. so there's no way that they'd be together on every single billboard the way the, the show has been marketed if it doesn't mean they're going to end up together well, in one, some way. Well, one thing that I interesting. will say, because I've been staring at the billboard now, because I'm like, hmm, but what I noticed, too, is he's a cutout. Like, on the billboard, even though she's holding his hand like that, Mm -hmm. he's a cutout, so it's basically like, insert new husband kind of thing. Uh, That's how I took it. uh, But I do say what you're saying. See what you're saying. Because it could be, you know, she, I don't know, I feel like they could have done it so many different ways with all of them. Yeah, I guess you're right. But, I don't know, he's the most important. Um, Maddie's going to prioritize getting out of this whole doctor situation more than she'll prioritize love or anything else, I think. Even Ezra, possibly. Yes, the for sure. The greatest of these is love in the chat said, Maddie is playing Ezra. Yeah. So you think that, do you think Maddie's playing Ezra? I could see that happening and then him being like, oh, I know, I'm still, I'm still part of this. Oh. I've, you know, it's this back, which is a very... <laughs> annoying game if yeah. we're watching this. Oh, who's cunning who? Yeah. Who loves who? I want them to establish something, hopefully by the end of the season, mm-hmm. and I really hope there's a second season. Yeah. I mean, if Maddie's capable of doing all of that once, she's capable of doing it again, but if she does want a second chance and wants a chance to escape, maybe she will become a different person and have Ezra's back, or maybe things are so bad for her that she knows she has no way out, and she's gonna prioritize Ezra knowing that her life has come to an end, or there's no way out for her. I mean, you never know what's going to happen in the next She even said this episode, but it was, now that we're looking back on it, when they were being recorded. Mm -hmm. So I guess I can't really take that into account. Hold on, I put it in all caps in my notes. There we are. She tells him to not know her. She isn't worth it. Yeah. So, you know, I could kind of see that coming into play. But the last thing that we figure out before we get into predictions mm-hmm. is that the Three Musketeers and Maddie and Max are now officially a real established team that's going against the FBI. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it confuses me because I, 
the I feel like the phone call with the doctor and Max where he said, um, you know, I'm your eyes and ears. I feel like that was a sign to us to be like, Max is not a good guy. Max is only on the doctor's side. He's not on anybody else's. He doesn't care. And -hmm. I feel like we saw that loyalty with the whole Sally situation. So I feel like that was a a, maybe a tease as to whose side he's actually on. And he's Mm -hmm. just getting the inside scoop with the Three Musketeers and with Maddie and and with everybody. He's like, he's on the know of everything because he's their eyes and ears. Because he prioritizes he, his own exactly. life that he'd because rather... when he was on the phone, no one else heard that. Yeah. The Doctor but, is scary just because we don't know a lot about him, too. Don't you find that interesting? The less you know about a character, the more, like, frightening or, like, yeah, they, they become just yeah. because you don't have that understanding of them yet. Well, that scene really confused me. I was just completely... They, yeah. they lost me there. <laughs> Wait, why? I didn't feel like that scene was that confusing when... when uh, We thought we were seeing the doctor. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Oh, the very end scene when, yeah. when he's wearing the prosthetics? Yeah. When Max is wearing the bald head and the mustache? That's yes. why he asked for all those things, like all oh. the supplies. So I think he's going to turn himself in as the doctor. But there and, wasn't like, a freaking video camera, I don't think. I think they just bugged them, but I guess, sacrifice you know, himself. he could... I'm not sure. But Maddie seemed to know this episode that he was not, he got Sally killed. Yeah. So yeah. I thought she was diverging from him. Same. But then in the end, we see them all together. But I feel like there might be another subgroup that breaks off from this, which <laughs> mm-hmm. is leaving Max out. And then it's Maddie and the Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not sure. And on that note, let's get into some predictions. But Richie might let's still be on Max's it. side because of the bond they have. Oh, he's weak. Yeah. Predictions. Yes. Predictions. After Buzz TV predictions. (laughs) Yeah! And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Alright, I'm going for it. So, I think, based off of... I'm just gonna, like, pretend I didn't watch the end of the episode only because it confused me so much and all the predictions I was, like, cultivating in my brain before the end of this episode happened are kind of all backfired. So I'm going to go with, I think that Patrick, Maddie, the Three Musketeers, and Ezra are going to somehow all team up, and it's going to be Max against them and them against Max. Because I think at the end of the day, his loyalty lies with the Doctor, because I think he might secretly be getting a larger cut of all these, like, of everything that's been going Mm -hmm. on. I think that Max somehow is getting more out of it than anybody else, and so that's kind of their situation. Um, With the whole Maddie versus Ezra thing, um... Now that everybody's been saying that Maddie is conning Ezra, I just, like, don't even know what to feel. But I think at the end of the day, if it would be anybody being together, it's going to be Ezra and it's going to be Maddie together. And I think that maybe, or, oh, I don't know. I just I'm just going like, to Because I, like I could go on for hours. I but. feel like she's struggling right now because I feel like Maddie's feelings for Patrick were way stronger than they were for Ezra just because of his personality. And then the minute she figured out she was being conned and set up, it really messed with her psychologically. And now Ezra is more comforting and comfortable for her, but I think she's still battling what she knows to be is like what she knows to be her love for Patrick. But and yeah, I the only reason though she thinks that is because he's the first person that conned her and she yeah. didn't con mm-hmm. that she let her guards down with. Yeah. I don't I don't know if it's you know, just, I do think that they really like each other. Yeah. But I also think this is the first person she's been conned by, so she's kind of messed up over it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I think, I mean, I I really do think that Patrick 
is like his position with the FBI could be jeopardized because he might prioritize Maddie or have like some sort of weakness or Achilles heel where he gives in a little bit because he doesn't want to see anything bad happen to her Mm -hmm. because he probably does have a little bit of love for her despite everything. Um, Probably a little bit of guilt as well. And he is a rookie from what we've all like, you know, assumed that maybe maybe... he'll join the team now. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think he's going to go that far, but I do think he, he might, you know, help her a little too much. And I think like, do you think that what Jules did in terms of sleeping with Gina is going to complicate anything? I don't think so. I think there's too many big storylines that like. That's... But it's such a minor thing that it could somehow create a ripple effect. That's I, what I'm saying. I think it will help. Actually, it'll help. Yeah, because I... she'll have someone on the inside that's on her side. Yeah, and Jules will be like, "We just got married. Like, toad's awesome. Don't worry, this bitch has got my back." Like, oh, she's on the inside, yes. like, don't worry, guys, we got this. I, right. I locked what, it what down. What about Richie, though? I feel like Richie is in a situation where he's not the brightest bulb, um, I think. <laughs> but he is. He is. I he's so know. bright and smiley. His smile His is smile so is bright. Like, yeah, so but I feel cute. like he could get easily but, conned or, like, you know, be the victim or the scapegoat for something that I goes know. down, and I don't want to see that happen. He needs to take more conning classes, that's for sure, before I'll let him go to the mall by himself, which is what my parents, you know, it's like, before I let you go to the mall by yourself, I need you to know the safety precautions you need to take. And I just feel like Richie is not ready to go on to the, you know, into the conning world on his own. He's too good. He's, well, he's and just... too kind of like... Yeah, a little yeah. oblivious. Okay, uh, so... Lenny Cohen, is she going to come back or not? How does... I ha- she has... She's Uma Thurman. I mean, How I does Uma Thurman just back. make two appearances and that's it? Well, someone commented too, uh, I think last week, that she had a smaller-ish role in Smash. I loved Smash. And I thought her role was pretty significant, though, in that she sang, she did all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm a little bit surprised. I think she has to be back in the finale. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe she has some prosthetic on and she's the... <laughs> She's, She's the, the doctor. doctor. With yeah. like, oh god, I and don't a even know. doctor's wife. Who knows? Uh, oh. Sam, we need your predictions. Okay, so I see in this last episode next week there being some kind of postcard written to everybody in like the last moments, right? Okay. And somebody is on a beach. I'm getting so specific and I'm probably going to be totally wrong. But someone's on a beach, probably Maddie or Maddie and Ezra. Oh. And they kind of like write everybody to tell them they're okay and like send them a bunch Why of a money beach? or Should something. Did we see that in the preview? No, no, I made she it up said in my brain. She's going off on a whim. I mean, it's yeah. a season finale. Anything could happen. Yeah, I think that there is possibly going to be a love triangle in this last episode with what Patrick Maddie feels for Patrick Maddie. and Ezra. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end there will be a huge twist and cliffhanger regarding Maddie and Ezra. I'm hoping that it's them together conning the world, but we're going to need to figure out how to trust Maddie more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. In the next uh, 45 minutes of programming. <laughs> Any other minor characters from the past, like Gabby coming back in in the last episode, or well, no? maybe, because what was her purpose? Yeah, they yeah. kind of introduced her, and then now what? I mean, maybe they brought her in again just to... for Ezra to realize that this isn't the life that he wants. Yeah. But maybe. Me, I don't know, I hope they're sa- saving it for season two. Yeah. yeah. Who knows, maybe, <laughs> maybe um, Adam and Gabby will... Sorry, oh, <laughs> I'm saying his real name, but Adam, Adam and Gabby, they're like, we actually got married! Oh my we gosh. own family business! Maybe that'll be like something like that sprinkled in there. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see the family again for sure. You mm-hmm. guys. They're on vacation though, the mom and dad. 
Did they leave already? I'm pretty sure at this point. I don't know. Well, I do think and hope we will see Josh again. Yes. Uh, On that note, you all, thank you so, so much for tuning in. We're so excited next week for the finale. We love you all. Where can everyone find you on social media one last time? You can find me on Twitter at Allie Nasta and on Instagram at Allie Girl. And you can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. And I just want to note that we're having the HBO Girls finale on Sunday coming up. Last episode. It's going to be very exciting. Oh, that is very exciting. You can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43. You guys can also see me on Riverdale at uh, at the Originals. On the Originals, and please, uh, there's an app called Anchor. You can download it for free or view it online for free. I have my own network on there, or my own channel, and it's called Binge Watchers United. I give you new shows to binge every single day. Mm. So please check it out, and we'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.